right, Tyler, some fresh investment news for the hydrogen plane world. Basically, uh, some cutting edge technology in transportation is getting investments from billionaires pointing to the potential for, I guess, the major value of this technology, if not at least the profitability of the technology in practice. So this is some reporting out of CNN. Zero Avia, which is developing hydrogen electric technology for zero carbon flights, raised $21.4 million from major investors like Amazon. Shell, and Bill Gates-owned Breakthrough Energy Ventures. So in total, three-year-old Zero Avia has announced new funding of $37.7 million in less than a week, which is pretty big. This also includes investments from the UK government and partnerships with British Airways. CEO of Zero Avia, Val Miftikov, said in a statement, quote, both aviation and the financial markets are waking up to the idea that hydrogen is the only meaningful path towards large-scale, zero-emission commercial flight, end quote. And so here's where the technology is at right now to secure these kinds of investments, just for the context. So Zero Avia's first hydrogen-powered flight of a commercial aircraft was a small six-seater plane, and it only flew for about 10 to 15 minutes before landing. That was back in September. With that as context, it expects a flight of 250 miles, which is roughly the distance from London to Paris, in the next three months. After that, it plans to commercialize the tech as early as 2023, with flights of up to 500 miles in aircrafts of up to 20 seats. And then its long-term vision is in the next 10 years, it intends to realize flights of over 1,000 miles in aircrafts with over 100 seats. And Miftikov said that more than 10 airlines are preparing to transition to hydrogen fuel by 2023. And according to Airbus, hydrogen fuel has the potential to reduce aviation's carbon emissions by up to 50%. So here is CEO Val Miftikov on an Aviation Week Tech Talk podcast with Graham Warwick talking about how Zero Avia approaches its fuel cell technology, which is really the core of what differentiates uh, Zero Avia um, and just hydrogen fuel in general, and why he believes fuel cells hold promise when compared to jet turbines. I don't think a lot of people really understand fuel cells. So what do fuel cells bring that, we, that, that are both a good thing, but then also are different enough we need to be aware of, that, you know, the, yeah. the things that we need yeah. to think about? Yeah, so we think it's going to be better than basically jet turbine, right? Because uh, otherwise uh, it kind of doesn't make sense. Um, uh, and in addition to that, it's zero emission and all that stuff, right? So the reason it will be better is because fundamentally uh, it is more efficient than a turbine. Um, and the efficiencies become close only at the very largest end of the spectrum, right? So like G90, uh, for example, right? The, uh, the, the largest of the largest turbines, they get to efficiencies that are similar to fuel cells. Smaller turbines, like the, this P-6 uh, size, uh, the fuel cell powertrain can be twice as efficient. So my quick take on this um and I guess it's actually a pretty detailed take. I've got a lot of different layers that I just want to run through real quick. So let me jump mm -hmm. in, Tyler. I think this 
really speaks to how profitable this technology is poised to be, not necessarily whether or not it's going to actually achieve any of the climate metrics it claims to achieve, um, nor whether it's actually going to be able to transition the entire uh, industry. Really, I think this investment from major players uh, – at the end of the day, I mean, especially since these are from some of the richest forces on Earth and investments from oil giants like Shell mean that today's industry barons and the oil industry see a lot of potential for building revenue streams outside of more classic fossil fuel energy sources. And we've already seen this kind of bet with renewables, but getting in early on whatever technology supports the eventual decarbonization of air travel specifically is going to turn into massive returns. So it makes sense why uh, these major companies are wanting to get their foot in the door as early as possible. If this technology reaches the levels claimed by Zero Avia, I wonder how that's going to actually shake up existing energy infrastructure. And will this technology be exported to other industries beyond fueling flight if they can achieve the sort of scale to power, uh, you know, several thousand mile flights? Uh, you know, I could see this powering data centers, which would interest Microsoft or powering a fleet of fulfillment vehicles, which obviously would attract Amazon and help reach its goal of net zero carbon emissions by 2040. Uh, I am a bit skeptical on their claims of 100 seater thousand mile flights, mostly because, you know, we've seen plenty of futuristic transportation investments like Hyperloops, Maglift, Pressurized Transit Vision, or even Uber's autonomous vehicle group uh, taken a lot of investor money and then move like molasses with no end in sight. Uber mm -hmm. just tossed their whole vehicle group. Hyperloop has been playing with this technology for what feels like years. It has been years, and they're still not really anywhere close to getting their full vision of uh, you know, a full revitalized public transit system. So again, I'm a little skeptical. But I think the biggest issue here is that you know, a lot of the motivators for this kind of technology are that, you know, this is going to um, help decarbonize whole industries. This is going to play into our battle against uh, climate change. But I think waiting until 2040, uh, you know, if we look at Amazon or waiting until, um, you know, the next 10 years, which I guess would be 2030 from Zero Avia to get this uh, commercialized at full scale is too late. To reverse the devastating impacts of climate change, which you know are going to start impacting the global south disproportionately, they could begin chain reactions of unrest and and um, you know uh, starvation, you know uh, battles for resources. I mean, I know it sounds a little apocalyptic, but that really is the trajectory we're on if there isn't major shifts. And so, though I think it's exciting to see this technology on the horizon replace fossil fuels for air travel, and though uh, you know those kinds of shifts are what we need to be doing, I think the bigger picture is still bleak. If the largest polluters in our society are not forced to make massive uh, wartime level adjustments to our energy infrastructure. So, you know, a lot to unpack there. I know that was kind of a multi-layered take, um, but that's sort of where I'm at with the Zero Avia news. Tyler, anything to add there? My take is uh, smaller and much, um, <laughs> much, much more brief, I suppose. But I, I guess I look at stories like this and think, "Oh, hey, it's really admirable that uh, this group of people want to do something good for the planet." And then I think, "Wait, they wouldn't actually do it unless they thought that this was 
beneficial for them in some way, shape, or form, right? Like you mentioned, Amazon's an investor. Bill Gates is an investor. I don't think they're doing it just simply out of the good of their hearts. Maybe they are. Maybe I'm too cynical. But I, I guess I look at it and I say that there's definite value for places like Amazon in not only reaching their their carbon neutral goals and that sort of thing, but in also separating themselves from what is a volatile industry in oil, right? In a very volatile part of the world and a controversial, uh, you know, substance, I suppose, that uh, that yeah. everyone kind of battles over and makes uh, certain people rich that we wonder, uh, should that person be rich? You know, things along those lines. And so, um, I think there's extreme value in distancing yourself from the need for oil and that companies see uh, an opportunity to invest in what could be a potential solution for them down the road and that that is a smart investment for them to try to move and distance themselves away from the global oil market, which, as we've seen over the last couple of years, rises and falls like crazy and um, and can get tied up in international conflict and things along those lines. And so uh, I, I would look to that also as another reason why this is such a smart idea for a company like Amazon to, to try to be behind. 